0: By now you have heard the verdict of the police officer in the United States by the name of Derek Chauvin, who with pressure and all the weight of his body, pressed on the neck of George Floyd, a black man, For nine minutes and 29 seconds. I would like and I sincerely hope that I can do this podcast without the tears. I've entitled this episode, A Moment to Frame. I know that without to say it, you are fully aware of 400 years ago, how my people, Black people, lived as slaves and were tormented and abused, raped, skinned, hanged, tortured for many, many years. Today in the 21st century, there is Still, this unimaginable way of thinking of the white man, of the white woman in the United States. It seems that there's more mean spirited, hateful whites in the United States than there are good loving, good spirited whites. Stay with me because I'm gonna take you on a journey. Before the sentencing, before the deliberations, I should say, I was angry, I was livid. And there were times when I felt like If a white man or a white woman did or said the wrong thing to me, I would be all over them like the white on their skin. You have to really be in the United States to really be exposed to a level of understanding of what goes on in the mind of black mothers, black fathers, black families. I don't think many blacks in the United States expected the verdict that came out today. The verdict was guilty on all three counts. The reason I say I don't think a lot of blacks thought that there would be certainly the verdict received today. There's a good reason for that because time and time again, over and over and over and over again, the white man, in particular, a lot of police white men have been killing, shooting down like bloody dogs. Brianna Taylor was in her apartment for God's sake and was shot down multiple times in bed. And then they tried to justify her boyfriend, who's totally unaware that this is the police who have wrongfully entered their apartment and just started shooting. No questions, no announcement. It's the police just started shooting and had the audacity to want to try to flip that coin and claim that he had no rights to shoot back. Oh, la, 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 la. My show is half an hour and it's really not enough to describe how black people feel. But let me share with you What makes me different as a black woman? Number one, I am a praying woman. I believe so strongly in prayer. And I watched people today with joy and jubilation, cheering in the streets And on the other side of the screen, the B-roll showed the beet-red face of Chauvin and him being handcuffed and escorted down the hall on his way to prison. I was so split in my in my rejoicing because I saw, straight away, because I'm a praying woman, I hear in my heart and my spirit, Ronay, it's justice for Floyd. It should be forgiveness for Sharvin. And you know what? I completely received that message look here I was mad as bloody hell with this man Chauvin and before it came to today's decision I wanted to see him rot in hell you understand that when the attack is on you it's your flesh that rises up first not your spirit not your kindness not your empathy It is straight away your flesh that wants revenge, that wants to return the evil. But when you're raised as I was, even though the flesh rises up, it quickly falls down. Because you see, I was raised with a praying father and a praying mother. I was raised with a father who preached the Word of God, who talked about the forgiveness that God bestows upon us all. Today was a moment to frame. My dad is long gone. He died of, as you know, listening to my podcast, neoblastoma brain cancer. And oh la 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 la, it took him out of here very quickly. My dad didn't have a chance. I watched the trial as much as I could, a TV screen to my left and a computer screen to my right, waiting on justice. But many Black Americans, African Americans, were shocked and surprised at the verdict. Because over and over and over again, it has always been horrible death of a black man, a black woman at the hands of a black man, excuse me, of a white man or a white woman. And they walk away, they get away. Dad used to say, you get by, but you don't get away. You get by on this side of life, but on the other side of life, you pay. I will always practice and love Jesus Christ and the teachings of Jesus Christ. Now in my life, I am a part of Islam, I'm in love with the man of Islam, and this thing has happened during Ramadan, the holy month of Ramadan. And I'm thinking of the doers that I'm putting out, that the man I love is putting out. And some of that is all about, you guessed it, forgiveness. What Chauvin did was wrong. It was murder. But do you know when I watched them handcuff him and the redness take over his face, which I assumed was embarrassment, shock and dismay. As hateful as white men and women are in this country, and there are so many of them, the things that, you know, a lot of the people in the Republican Senate are saying. What the white man is trying to do to prevent black people from voting. All because they're listening, believing, and embracing a lie of Donald Trump. Donald Trump did not win the election. Joe Biden did. Hear me, please. Donald Trump did not win. Seven million or more people voted for Joe Biden. Numbers don't lie, people do. The total 50 states, Electoral College, 90% of them voted for Joe Biden. Numbers don't lie people do. Because they can't win fairly with integrity. They're resorting to what they always do. Cheat and lie and deceive. That, my friends, is what dad used to call the devil. You know, the once adored angel in heaven that was kicked out because he thought that he could be the equivalent of God who created him? Oh, what? Do I feel that it's right that Chauvin goes to prison? One count, he's looking at 40 years. Yes, I do. Because I watched intently the videos that were non-stop and steady as he put all of his weight and applied it through his leg and his knee on George Floyd's neck. And I looked at his face. He appeared to be enjoying it. And you could see he had no intention of letting up until he knew that black man was dead, gone, and out of here. And yet despite all of that, what Christianity teaches, what Islam teaches, what other really good religions teach, they don't all believe in Jesus Christ. All religions don't believe in, in the prophet Muhammad. All religions don't believe in the mother Mary of Christ. Every religion has its own belief system and doctrine. But out of all 11 major religions, there is one common denominator forgiveness forgiveness if George Floyd is everything that they say that he was the people that knew him that he was a good man that he had a big heart he had faults like everybody else good grief I listened to the medical professionals talk about tumors and other things that he had in his body that I don't think he even knew he had. But none of those things in that precise moment took away his life and his breathing. Chauvin did with the pressing of his knee on his neck. And my friends, despite all of that, I have chosen to forgive this man, Chauvin, for the murder he committed to my brother, black man brother, George Floyd. If you want God or Allah, whatever you subscribe to spiritually speaking, If you want forgiveness, you have first got to forgive because forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. You cannot walk around and live a good life being mad and hateful and setting out to hate, destroy, My father used to often preach and say, truth crushed to the ground shall rise. You know what that means? It means that no matter how you lie, no matter how you try to destroy or bury the truth, truth is evidence against a crime, against a lie, and no matter what you do to get rid of it, it's going to rise up and expose you for the evil that you've committed. So I would say that this man Chauvin has been exposed and that the truth that I'm sure he thought because he was a white man and a cop and many cops have gotten away with murder, some of them are still on the force, Do I think that people have the right to rejoice and dance in the streets as they did when Joe Biden was announced the winner as the next president of the United States? Yes, you do have a right to rejoice. But don't you think it would just be grand if the family of George Floyd could? do their press conference and talk about Emmett Till, Sandra Bland, and all the others that have been killed senseless at the hands of white men and women, and stand there and flawlessly execute what was wrong with that, but why this is a moment to frame Because the race relations in the United States, oh la 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 la, it's god-awful. Black and white, or white against people of color, it is as wide, if not wider, than the Red Sea. And that's why I called this episode, A Moment to Frame. Because this is a moment knowing that race relations is so wide and so bad. I think it would be good to say it like this. Yes, there have been horrible, horrific, awful things done to black men and women in this country. Unimaginable, even unforgivable. And yet, with the justice and the verdict today for George Floyd, that's on one hand. On the other hand, we should find a way to show forgiveness to this man, Derek Chauvin. I am confessing and conveying to you that I have forgiven Chauvin. I've forgiven him. That doesn't mean that I embrace or condone what he did. I do not. But you know, if you condemn someone, it's one thing to be judged in the court of law and found guilty with perfect evidence. And even when that happens, forgiveness is what that person needs, not your profanity and your bad words, your bad manners, your bad way. I was at the Manjit, a mosque, in the States before the COVID pandemic broke out. And that particular day, I've never forgotten it. The Imam gave a message on relationships. And he talked about the relationship between a husband and his wife, a wife and her husband. And he talked about things and dynamics that go on between couples. And then he started really focusing on, one word, mercy. He talked about the mercy that should daily be extended to, the man's, to a man's wife and a wife to her husband. And then he gave different scenarios. And the man that I'm in love with now, I was with then. And periodically when we argue and have misunderstandings, because we come from two very strong, different cultures, he'll ask me to tell him that message again. Or I will start talking about, show mercy to me, show mercy to me. And he does, and it brings him back to that centered, peaceful place. Don't you get it, you guys? We're all gonna do things. What I saw in that man Chauvin's face is shock, dismay, and sorrow that his life was finished. And it really broke my heart. When we pray, most religions pray for mercy and grace. You understand that mercy, when given to us, it's for things that we've done. And mercy is given because we don't deserve it. But we're given it. Grace, on the other hand, it's what's given to us whether we deserve it or not. It's just simply applied. And I don't know who you are, where you are listening to my voice. But if there's any anger or hatred, ambivalence, ride or die, kill them all spirit within you, cough that up, regurgitate that as fast as you can. Your life will not. Proceed forward with any semblance of joy until you do. Yeah, he was wrong and he murdered George Floyd. But today, African Americans, we should all be saying to white America and to other races, the insurrections. I want to say to all of you, whether any other group or people in my race or people of color, say it or not. I forgive the Pierce Morgans. I forgive the Sandra or Sharon Osbournes. I forgive the Chauvins. I forgive all the whites and blacks. I forgive any and everybody who is just evil and mean-spirited, including Donald Trump. Because a lot of times, people do evil things because evil is all they know. They would do better if they knew better. I know better. That's why I do better. And I'm encouraging you to appreciate the new justice for African American people in the United States through the guilty count on all counts for the death and murder of George Floyd. But I'm also asking you to forgive the one who murdered him. Forgive him. This is a moment to frame. Because now police can act a thousand times worse out of retaliation. Just as they did right after last year, all of the protestings. St- Settled down and stopped. And people can make you mad. Mad enough to want to hurt them. With their evil. Their evil talk. Their evil ways. But I'm telling you. To return evil for evil. It's, it's not God's way. It's not the way of Allah. And mercy, we all need it. Mercy is what you get that you don't deserve. Or maybe it, it, it's the other way around. Mercy is what you get because you deserve it. But I don't think so. Mercy is what you get because and you don't deserve it because you don't deserve it. Grace is what you get when you kinda deserve it because you're trying and grace is extended upon you. My prayer for the United States and for nations of the world where racism is at an all time high, we're already fighting one of the greatest enemies and that's COVID-19. My prayer is that forgiveness becomes a part of you, that change and a renewed heart and spirit overcomes you, that embracing becomes the best part of you. If I can put it in another way, allow me to say, that when everyone is sleeping, you act. When everyone is acting, you sleep. Be ready to be proactive, to listen to your heart and accept a new reality that you may not have thought would be coming. Be ready to Always embrace and defend. Be slow to suspect and quick to trust. Be slow to condemn and quick to justify. Be slow to offend and quick to defend. Be slow to expose and quick to shield. Finally, be slow to reprimand and quick to forbear. Demand forgiveness and forgiveness will be demanded and extended to you. I'm René DuPauvois. Thank you for listening. Merci beaucoup. Bonne journée. Forgiveness is the way. Au revoir. Oh, mm-hmm.